This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and you say, I only read books I want to. This is episode number 345 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. During the last backlist that I hosted, I talked about Atomic Habits by James Clear. In the book, he talks about thinking of a habit you already have, like brushing your teeth before bed or taking out the trash on a certain day, and then using that as an anchor for the new habit you want to build. For example, if you have the habit of brushing your teeth every night before bed, then maybe immediately after that you attach the new habit of writing one thing you're grateful for in your gratitude journal or whatever the new thing is that you want to be doing. So a little backstory, my wife had been given a large vinyl record collection years ago, and there were definitely some that we wanted to keep, but then there were about a 100 records that we feel we need to listen to in order to decide if we actually want to keep them or not. For the past multiple years, we have had a goal of listening to one record per week, and we have absolutely failed every year. So this year, I decided to try the Atomic Habits trick of anchoring. Saturday mornings, we always sit and have our coffee and tea and end up staring at our phones for 40 minutes. Instead of staring at our phones, Saturday mornings are now for caffeine and listening to one record. As of this recording, we've only had a couple Saturdays, not counting January 1st, but it's worked out so far and we are actually enjoying it much more than scrolling through our phones. Except for that Steely Dan record we just listened to, but that's another story. Anyway, I have some great backlist titles to tell you about today. Before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from a sponsor. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. For my first pick today, I have Mediocre, The Dangerous Legacy of White Male America by Ijeoma Oluo. This book came out in December 2020, and I don't think it's been talked about enough. Like, it's been talked about, it's appeared on some lists, but I definitely want more people to read this book. Content warnings for racism, genocide, suicide, swatting, and more racism. Whew, this book. My jaw was on the floor almost every chapter. It's one of those where I would listen to maybe 10 minutes of the audiobook and then need to go process because it is a lot. She really, really goes there and explores and interrogates things that always seemed a bit off to me, like some cisgender men's obsession with cowboys and westerns, 
or the obsession with football. I'm talking about American football. I have had multiple men in my family who were Louis L'Amour fans, and that's like not even the bulk of it. But let me backtrack to the introduction, where the author dissects white supremacy and details some of the ways in which it works according to design. White supremacy is not a broken system. The system is absolutely working according to design. In talking about the title and the thesis of the book, Oluo makes it incredibly clear because there are always people who are going to play ignorant. So no, she is not arguing that every white man is mediocre or that any race or gender is predisposed to mediocrity. But, 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 our society focuses on preserving white male power regardless of skill or talent. She calls us all out, or rather calls us in, to examine the complacency throughout society that maintains this system. I learned a staggering amount of history from this book. Like I said, the chapter on cowboys, and in particular, Buffalo Bill, left me speechless. I know I am not the only one who has a father, uncle, in-law, or grandfather who romanticizes cowboys and westerns. This chapter hit really close to home and has shed some light on many things that I thought I was familiar with. And there's so much more in this book. She writes about the centering of white men in social justice movements, including but not limited to Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. She talks about the assault on higher education and how as soon as people of color were allowed to attend universities, suddenly the opinion of higher education took a dive. This book made my head spin. I'm definitely going to have to read it more than once because it was an absolute cyclone of information. Oluo just lights everything on fire. Everything. She leaves little untouched. This book is so extraordinarily good and necessary. I've bought a couple copies as gifts this past year because it's one of those that I really needed other people I know to read so we can talk about it. I know that some people use book clubs for that, but I just, you know, force books on people like this one. It's Mediocre, The Dangerous Legacy of White Male America by Ijeoma Oluo. For my second pick today, I have something completely different. It's Last Night at the Telegraph Club by Melinda Lowe. I feel like I have been waiting forever to recommend this book to you, but really it came out just a year ago. This is young adult lesbian historical fiction that is not tragic, and no, I'm not spoiling anything by saying that. This book has my whole heart. Oh my gosh. It is set in San Francisco, primarily in the early 1950s. I am super duper biased because it is set specifically in two adjacent neighborhoods in San Francisco that mean a lot to me personally and have all my life, Chinatown and North Beach. San Francisco's Chinatown is the oldest in North America, and at one time, I don't know if it's still true, it was the largest Chinese enclave outside of Asia. North Beach is adjacent to Chinatown and is the Italian neighborhood, as well as being the neighborhood with a lot of strip clubs and dance clubs. Our protagonist is Lily Hu, a Chinese-American 13-year-old born and raised in Chinatown, and our story starts on July 4th, 1950, at the Miss Chinatown contest. Her best friend is Shirley Loom, and both their families are having a picnic and watching the contestants. Lily is having a bit of an internal crisis because of her feelings while she watches the Miss Chinatown contestants. Fast forward to 1954. 
The girls are 17 and high school seniors and helping out at Shirley's family's restaurant. Lily is looking at the newspaper ad for the restaurant and spots a nearby ad that has a photo of what looks to be a very handsome man. The ad is for Tommy Andrews, male impersonator. When no one is looking, Lily tears the ad out of the paper and takes it home to hide away in her belongings and looks at it only in private. Lily is already under fire from her peers about wanting to be in the space program. And the last thing she needs is to be harboring queer feelings, yet here we are. At one point, the photo of Tommy Andrews slips from her school bag and her classmate Kathleen Miller picks it up and hands it back to her. Instead of the expected harassment, Lily finds an accomplice in Kathleen. Maybe more. This book is everything I didn't know I was missing. I'm queer. I'm Asian. I'm a woman. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. And yet, even here, there aren't enough of these historical stories told. I appreciate the loving care that the author took in telling Lily's story and how she tries to exist in multiple worlds. The tacit lesbian nightlife, the good Chinese girl that does everything expected of her by her family and her community, the reality of Chinese families being harassed by the U.S. government under the guise of outing communists, some content warnings for homophobia and racism, primarily anti-Asian racism. I had forgotten how much I love historical fiction. I sincerely recommend this book. I absolutely loved it. It's Last Night at the Telegraph Club by Melinda Lowe. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my totally awesome audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com backslash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify because Spotify lets you have reviews now too. We sincerely appreciate your reviews and your reviews help other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the info file, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. <laughs>